Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Alain Hunkins. How are you doing, Alain, and where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> hey, great to meet you here. Yeah, so I'm doing really well, really. We had a little pre-interview call. I really enjoyed getting to meet you in person, and I'm hanging out in Northampton, Massachusetts, USA, which is about a two-hour drive west of Boston in the beautiful Pioneer Valley, which is the Connecticut River Valley. It's a beautiful spot. Right now, I know we're, we're recording this beginning of November 2022. It's been a glorious autumn, and I've been really appreciating the, the lovely weather we've been having. It, it makes me, your description just makes me want to go there. So thank you for that, Ella. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. Ellen Hankins helps high-achieving people become high-achieving leaders. A keynote speaker, coach, and author, he's worked with over 2,500 groups in 27 countries. And I think your mission to lead with the facilitative mindset is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Ellen. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you. Wonderful. So the first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Great. Well, really, my ideal client is a high achieving person. Now, that person may already be in a leadership role. They might be a solopreneur. They might be leading a business. They might own a company. And here's the thing about them. Um, the ideal client is a high achiever, but recognize the biggest challenge they face is that so many people end up as high achievers and want to continue their growth. But then it comes down to, oh, to do this well, I need to lead other people. And the challenge that high achievers face is what made you a high achiever does not make you a high achieving leader. In fact, it's a very different skill set. You know, just being a great doer will not get you will only get you so far. And ultimately, what you need to do is shift from this idea of doing to facilitating the doing of others, which is what I call the facilitative mindset. So I, I love the concept of facilitation in general. There are so many uh, things I would love to dive into. We don't have so much time, but just one yeah, yeah, of course. thing. So uh, can, can you get, give us in a nutshell kind of like, what is that, uh, the facet, uh, facilitative uh, mindset? Yeah. So if we think about the world that we live in today, super complex, going so fast, so much uncertainty and ambiguity, is that we want we want leaders who can make things easier, right? And so the old model of leadership is this idea of the leader has all the answers. The leader is the commander in chief. Well, today, everyone has the answers. Everyone has not just the answers, but all this information. They're actually trying to sort through where are the answers in all of this and things are changing so fast. So what they actually want is someone who can facilitate and connect information from where it is to where it needs to go and then create insight so we can make really good decisions because when we make those good decisions, we'll get better results. And so what leaders need to particularly be today is humble and curious and very interested in connecting with other people to draw out what great facilitators do is they draw out the brilliance in other people 
so that they can access that and then harness that to realize an ultimate solution. I could go on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, of course. For, for the clarification with that, sure. uh, this is super helpful. Thank you, Alain. And uh, of course, we are not uh, perfect. So what are common mistakes, uh, you know, uh, your clients typically make when trying to solve that kind of problem? Yeah, for sure. So what ends up happening is, and I'll give you an example, I'll tell you a, a client, a story about a guy named Matt that I worked with. So Matt started off, he became promoted as the district manager for a retail franchise in the US. And when Matt started, um, there's 100 district managers in the whole company, he was like ranked 84th. And his belief was his job, and I think a lot of leaders suffer this challenge. They think they have to be the fixer. Oh, my job is to fix people and tell them what to do and make things better. So every day they would get key performance metrics. In his world, they call it the hot list. So he would get this printout of the hot list and he would circle what was in red, not measuring up. And then he'd hop in his car. He had nine store managers he'd oversee. And he'd say, you've got to fix this. Well, you've got to fix this. Do this, do this, fix this. And you know, it didn't work. It didn't go anywhere. He said the worst day was the day he realized there were people on the teams and the stores. They were quitting and he never even knew what their names were. And so the problem is this idea of fixer. So finally he went and he reached out for some help. And what he did differently then is he started going, he still got the print out of the hot list, but he'd start going into stores and he'd say, hey, how are you? How was your weekend? And he'd spend time intentionally connecting on a human to human level. And then together he'd share the hot list, but he wouldn't say, this is wrong, you have to fix this. He'd say, here's the data. What do you think we should do? And then he would listen. And together, they would co-create these solutions together. And what I found in Matt and other people is that the biggest mistake, the way to overcome that is to have this mindset that includes three things. I call them the three secrets of building strong leaders. Number one is connection, because you're always, I don't care what business you're in, whether it's healthcare, whether it's pharmaceuticals, whether it's manufacturing, high tech, you're in the human being business because nothing gets done without people. So it's about connection. The next piece is around communication. How do we create shared mutual understanding? And the third piece is around collaboration. How as a leader do I design an environment where people can show up and be and perform at their best? Here are the gold nuggets. <laughs> the yeah, three gold yeah. nuggets already. Alan, sure. Thank you for sharing already. Wonderful. So yeah. before I ask Alain, uh, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying this, uh, the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Alain, uh, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Sure. So one of the things we, you know, we talked about connection, communication and collaboration, I'm going to touch on communication because this is a perennial tough challenge for many people. So many of us, uh, many of us have had the experience of, we call it the meeting after the meeting. You know, you get done with the meeting and then you go in the hallway and you're like, well, what did we just decide on? But, right, because we don't clarify what we've actually agreed to. And so the simple tool I'm going to offer to the audience is something that I call asking for a receipt. You stop and think about it. what are receipts? Receipts are proof of a completed transaction. And in life, the more important the transaction, the more likely you will get a receipt. So for example, if you go to the local corner store to buy a pack of chewing gum, you might not get a receipt. It's going to cost you maybe a euro. But you know, if you go and buy a car or a house, I can guarantee you, you'll be getting a receipt. So in communication, what that looks like is before we finish whatever meeting we're having is to stop a little early and check in and say, let's ask for a receipt. Can we all just go around and explicitly share and state what it is that you understand we are doing next. 
and to take that time to confirm that. Because if we don't, what ends up happening is everyone has a different, slightly different picture in their mind, and they're starting to go off in different directions. And our ability to stay aligned and focused on what we're doing next diffuses. So the tool is to ask for a receipt. Here, here. This is the master of facilitation at work. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Sure. So I want to give you the uh, opportunity uh, to share where people can find you and also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that or maybe also in a broader sense. Absolutely. So probably the easiest place to find all my resources is my website, which is www.alahunkins.com. I'll spell that for you. It's A-L-A-I-N. H-U-N-K-I-N-S dot com. I have a bunch of resources on that uh, on the website, including you can actually download the first chapter of my book, Cracking the Leadership Code, right there. There's also links to articles, other podcasts that I've been on, just a ton of different information that will hopefully help you to become a better leader. You definitely should uh, check out the book. This is amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Of course. Sure, put, of course. Absolutely. We put all the links in the show description. So, Alan, what is the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? I love this question. So for me, the question would be, what's the number one thing that I can do to become a better leader? And again, I define leadership not as a title or a position. It's any time you're trying to influence anyone to get something done, that's leadership. So we all lead every day. So with that in mind, what is the number one thing that you can do? Um, and this is outside of mindset. I, would, I think the mindset piece has to do with service first. Like, are you being of service? But the other thing outside of that, I would say, number one thing you can do is actively seek out feedback from other people on how you are doing and what you could be doing differently and or better to improve to help their experience of you and your leadership. Humans are notoriously bad at our own self-awareness. You know, we all think we're obviously much better than we are, and we tend to judge ourselves on our intentions. However, other people judge us based on our results or their perceptions of us. So the way that, the best way to close that gap is to get primary source material, which is to ask people directly for that feedback. Yeah, they are falling like the golden nuggets. I love it. You're <laughs> <laughs> a treasure chest. <laughs> Wonderful. So this brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Mm, interesting. So this harkens back to the beginning of our conversation. So I mentioned I live in New England and it is autumn here. And if you know world geography, New England is known for its autumn leaves and the fall colors. And we've had an exceptionally beautiful fall. Well, two weekends ago, my wife, my, my, I should say my sister and her husband came to visit. My sister lives in Cleveland, Ohio, which is a flight from here. And her husband, so they came out here. They had never, well, she had been here, but he had never been to New England, uh, never been out here before. And so the Saturday they were out here was a gloriously beautiful day. Um, the temperature was, I'll say Fahrenheit, because that's what we do over here. It was probably got up to the 60s Fahrenheit. And uh, we took them to a local thing called a corn maze. It's just, it's a kind of a fun, they, they make a maze out of corn and it's very festive. They have things like potato shooting cannons and just silly, fun, farm festive, a lot of pumpkins and fall things, apple cider donuts. And getting to see, you know, my children are now 18 and 15. My son is a senior in high school. This is the last year he's home um, before he goes off to university. And there was a moment, a few moments where I just stepped back 
and just took in the scenery, the fact that all of us were together, the fact that both my sister and her husband have both had health issues. Her husband has been a, is, a, is a multiple cancer survivor multiple times. And I was just recognized. So the goosebump moment was, you know what? Today's a good day. Today is a wonderfully good day. And let me just appreciate this for what it is because tomorrow and the goodness is not promised. And we know that. And that's and anyone who's been through any kind of loss, which is if you've been on this planet long enough, you've experienced some kind of loss and grief and trauma. And so for me, it was just this goosebump moment of just, can I savor this moment and to appreciate it for what it was? And I try to look for those moments pretty consistently, but that's one that was recently that involved the whole family. That was definitely a goosebump moment for me. Alan, you're a master at this and uh, just uh, inciting uh, the goosebumps moments in us. So well done, well done. And thank you for this beautiful goosebumps moment. Couldn't be more vibrant. So thank you, Alan, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Mm, thank you. It's really my pleasure. My, my pleasure completely and honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.